Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 35 of the This and That podcast with Alex and Mondo. Today's episode, Can You Feel the Heat Down in Your Soul? We talk a lot of heat basketball today, a lot of basketball talk just in general, but let's kick it over to Mondo to kick the show off. What is up, everyone? And as always, like we tell you every week, thank you for all the support you guys have given us. Day in, day out, week in, week out, it always surprises us the amount of support that you guys have given us and continue to give us every single week. So from the bottom of our heart, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Mondo. And Mondo, as we get started, man, I got a question for you from from last weekend's football games. Which game did you enjoy more? The Patriots getting smacked or the Cowboys losing in the way that they did? Like, like, because I feel like those are the two most probably hated teams in the state in America. Like, name me two more teams that are hated than a team that's you know what I'm saying, like top two. Like, who would you put in that? I don't really think there's anyone. It's really hated by hated by Dolphins fans or just in general hated hated universally. Because I can bet you I can go anywhere oh, in this country yeah. and find find someone that hates the Cowboys or find someone that hates the Patriots. That's the easiest thing I could find. That's fair. Like finding someone that hates like. You know the the Cleveland Browns or something like if maybe yeah, but you then know, you'd no, have to go like Pittsburgh or or Baltimore. It'd be a division thing. Exactly, but that's a division thing. Yeah. I feel like yeah. everyone doesn't like. I think you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like just because of this whole thing of like, oh, we're America's team, and then everything with you know Belichick and the cheating and all those things with the Patriots. So yeah, those. I think that was a well, very interesting. Which one? Interesting did I question. Enjoy more. Honestly, I think the fact of the absolute demolishing that the Patriots took made me happy. Even though seeing the end of that Dallas game made me laugh, a pure enjoyment, I think, was the <laughs> the Patriots game. Because I didn't even get to see half the game, but I kept getting notifications on my phone. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. I'm I like, mean, oh, I feel I so mean, the Bills, the Bills threw a perfect game. Like they literally, which is nuts. They the only times they didn't score was when they were nailing the ball to end the, the half for the game. <laughs> yeah. They didn't kick the ball. Like like kickers and punters were like the easiest paycheck they ever got. Um, well, maybe the kicker because the kicker had to do kickoffs, so he he had he worked a little. But the punter he got, he got a little bit of work. The punter got you know got to sit in the heat. I guess like heavy bench. Um, I, if I was him, I, mean, I would have one of the games. Yeah, one of the games that we got wrong, but it was it, it was so spectacularly wrong that it was just like wow. Um, I enjoyed the Cowboys one though more because the Cowboys are always <laughs> the inability hate, didn't know how to count. Here's the it, not even the inability to know how to count. It's not even about that. The Patriots at least people hate them because they won, right? <laughs> so the Patriots have something. The Patriots the Patriots have won. Six championships recently. Six, oh, yeah, yeah, six, six. I mean, very recently. I remember the first one. I remember. I remember all of them in my lifetime, dude. Exactly. So it's very recent. You know what I'm saying? Dallas hasn't won anything in a very long time, but they act like they're the Patriots. <laughs> that they they won act last year. <laughs> that they and and seeing them consistently just get smacked down every year because they are the NFC Dolphins. I. Beg anyone to prove me otherwise. <laughs> I beg anyone to prove me otherwise. 
They are the equivalent, man. Perpetual disappointment. They're just the Cowboys, so it's a bigger yeah. scale than the Dolphins because they're quote unquote America's team. America's but, team. But it's it's just fucking comical, dude, that that's the way that they went out. <laughs> like I just enjoyed that more because because they just didn't they they got outplayed just as bad as the Patriots did. Sam Jimmy G kept them in that game. Because they couldn't pull him away. Bless Jimmy G. My you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If that man could just... This should just run that the game, ball from that one. That game should not have been as close as it was. No, absolutely not. But, but that's really happy right, for me. We still got it Jimmy? right, though, of our funky selections, Mondo. Hell yeah, we did. And speaking of our funky selections, we both... Well, we knew we were going to have the same record because we picked the same games. But <laughs> we both went 4-2 last week. And... Our good friend Colin Cowherd went three and two because apparently he wasn't a man enough to pick all six games. Like, dude, it was an extra game. Like, you already picked extra games in other weeks. I don't understand why you were discriminating against this one. Um, it's been playoffs. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't. But that being said, so this week, instead of six games, we only got four games to pick. Um, kick it off, Mondo. Which for, what's the first game this weekend? The first game we got on the docket, because I'm going to get fancy with stuff like this, is Bengals at the Titans, and the Titans are favored by three and a half. I I kept going back and forth, and honestly, I think this game kind of changes depending on what happens with Derrick Henry, because there's rumors going around that Derrick Henry may be coming back. And if he does, I think that changes the offense big time because he's he's the workhorse. But I don't know, man. I, I If the Titans win, I think it's going to be close. But I got so I got a weird feeling that the, that Joe Joe Burrow's just slinging it. So I gotta pick Bengals in this one. That's that's tough, man. I've been seeing videos of him full contact in practice. So I think Travis. I right. think I think he's a go. I think he's a go. I think he's going. Um, here's the thing: everybody's riding the Bengals because everybody's liking that offense, but that defense is suspect. That defense it is, is, is the is. defense is the defense is suspect. Um and people don't want to say, oh, how could the Titans be the one seed? Because they did what they had to do. They were the most consistent team throughout the season. I heard um actually, and, and I'm gonna steal this from Dan Patrick, and it's actually very well said. Now, the Bills and the Chiefs probably have a higher high, like a higher ceiling than the Titans do. Right, but they also have a lower floor than the Titans. Do. That's fair. The Titans are consistent. Yeah, they're not going to be too high, but they're also not going to be too low. So that's why they were the yeah, one they're seed. They're the same. They're the same. That's why they're the one seed. And I think getting King Henry back is going to be a huge difference. So we're actually going to go different on this. And I'm going Tennessee to. Yeah, to here we go. <laughs> so you th- you're thinking big? Or just covering? For it, it's just it's. Everybody's riding the Bengals. I think it's look, man. It's different, and the Titans have playoff experience. Say what you want about the Raiders. I mean, and let me tell you, I love, I love the Raiders, and they got hosed with that call. I don't even want to go into it, <laughs> um, because one, it's once. It feels like it's always the Raiders. By the way, it is. Talk I mean, rule, it's always the Raiders. Like, 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 but the Raiders always are getting messed by the league. Even the whole Gruden thing, and it, it's like. I, I just don't get it. Um, 
That being said, it was it was David Derek Carr, the Carr brother. I always get it wrong. Um, it was it was his first playoff start too because he had broken his leg the last time they were in the playoffs, so he didn't get to play. Yeah. So that's why I think like that one played out the way it did. Um, but I think the Titans' playoff experience is going to make a difference here. Uh, the next game sees the 49ers and the Packers. I mean, the, I feel like the NFC playoffs. These next the four teams left there, man. They're good. So be much, like, so much fun. No, no offense. Look, this Bengals Titans game. There's a reason we picked that one first because of this of the get the games left. Arguably the weakest game. Um, and I would say this is probably one of the best. That's not saying weekends. that they're weak teams because it just tells you what we have coming up. Like the teams that we have coming up are, are teams people have been talking about with not including the 49ers. But the teams that are coming up now have basically been the teams that people have been talking about going to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. So, so our, I mean, our, we're going to go. Next game, the game that we got going on. I am talking all over you, Alex. I am all over the place today. The yeah, 49ers dude, I know are at the Packers, but they are favored. I'm sorry, not 49ers are favored. The Packers are favored by five and a half. I don't know how to read today. So who you got in this game, Alex? I'm gonna I'm gonna take my time and give you a long dissertation. That's our word for today. <laughs> um, as to why I'm going to pick the Packers, and hopefully you collect your thoughts for the rest of our recording. So let's let's roll with this. <laughs> um, I think the Packers are getting healthier as the playoffs go. They just got their starting left tackle back for the last game of the season. He hadn't played. Um, just Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the guy. Whatever he thinks of everything else, I really don't care. The guy is Picasso with the football, and watching him and Devonte Adams is is art. It really is, and just how he everybody better. And now he has a running game. The defense is strong. I really think the Packers are going to cover this. I think the Packers win by a touchdown. I think Jimmy Bo. Um, Jimmy Bosa. Who the fuck is Jimmy Bosa? Bosa being <laughs> Jimmy Bosa. That's not even like the dad who played for the Dolphins. I don't even know Jimmy Bosa. Like Jimmy Hoffa? I don't know who the hell Jimmy Bosa is. And Jimmy, I don't know how that came out. I don't know. I, I think he got mixed up with Jimmy Garoppolo and, and Joey Bosa because they're both hurt. Um, but Joey Bosa was limited last I heard in practice. And if he can't go full strength, I... I I can't see the 49ers pulling this off. They need to be full strength on that defense to be able to get after Aaron if they want to cover this game. Um, and if he's hurt, I just don't see it happening. Right. So it's going to be interesting. And by interesting, I mean I am picking exactly the same thing you're picking because I just see the Packers, man. They're just – it's like a buzzsaw. Like, and I know everybody is going to be like, oh, but look what happened in Detroit last week. I'm like, listen, man. Devontae Adams didn't play the second half. Jordan Love, who is god-awful, played most of that game. It's it's Packers, and I'm not even thinking twice about it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, Mondo. Um, our next game. Um, normally, I would say this would be probably the best game, but I do like our our last game. Uh, we're going to go Rams-Bucks. So a re- one of the two rematches. Are, are all these rematches this year? Did 49ers play the Packers? I want to say they did, actually. Um, this might be a lot of rematches, but I know Rams-Buck is definitely a rematch from week three in the season where 
the Rams won in LA pretty convincingly. Um, even though I think it was uh, Brady's biggest yardage day of the year. Um, I'm taking the Rams. <sighs> Here's the thing. Okay, I don't know who I'm taking. Um, the Bucks are getting three points because I didn't say that. But <laughs> that being said, I don't know because it's everything tells me the matchup and everything is slanted towards the Rams. Everything. Just the Bucks without their, you know, just offensive line being dinged up and but I can't get over on them on them having to travel after playing on Monday night and having to go east coast to Tampa. Like that part is hard for me to kind of you know be like okay, short week and they have to go travel cross country. Like that's what makes this difficult for me and it's Tom fucking Brady. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's a thing, man. Um, I'm going to go against all of my good instincts. I'm going to pick the Rams. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> just go against all the good instincts. Oh, hey, they just, they're a better matchup. They just have the matchups for them. Like between Aaron Donald and, and Von Miller. Von Miller looked amazing last week, finally. That's like he he finally showed up, and he's going to show up for the playoffs. Look out, man. And OBJ's found the fountain of youth out there. Like, I just – the matchups tell me that the Rams are going to win this game, and I'm going to go with it. Man, and it's like you said everything, and everything you said was true because it, this is one of those games. Like, I wish – part of me wishes the line was three and a half because then I could just pick the under and be happy about it and say it's a three-point game. But the fact that the line is three – it's just, I, I, it's just, it's true because they're basically a passing offense, and I mean that's the tough part from Tampa Bay. Like those safeties, those cornerbacks have been hurt or suspect all season, and it's like you don't want to pick against. And I can't pick against Brady, man. Like as one, as much as I want to, I've been burned so many times picking against Brady, and I gotta go books on this one. We're gonna differ on this one. I, I mean, I get it. I completely understand why. Like, again, I said, like, like every, like, I should be picking bucks. Everything says like pick bucks, but like, like, I just can't get over the matchups. Like, something tells me, like, I just, as much as I would like Tampa Bay to repeat, being that I'm living here now, just to kind of see the excitement. I love being in the city when they win the championship. I haven't experienced that in a very long time. Um, I just don't see it happening this year, unfortunately. I really don't. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Tom Brady hears this and posts this and hears it all the time. One, I'm flattered. Two, um, <laughs> like, yeah, I just, I just, thanks for listening. I just, I just don't know. I just don't know. Um, all right. So our last game is definitely the game of the weekend. Um, my opinion, this is the real AFC championship game. Because I think the winner of this game is going to represent the AFC, Mondo. I don't know about you. I may be giving away my pick 100%. for next. I may be giving away my pick for next week, but that depends on the spread. Um, so Chiefs are getting one and a half at home against Buffalo. Um, I'm actually pretty confident in saying that Buffalo is going to win this game. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I can't explain it. Don't ask me why. It's only a point and a half. So. Buffalo can pull this yeah, out by a field goal late. <coughs> I feel Buffalo can actually win this game. I feel oh. Josh Allen, Josh Allen running. Now they've it's 
I feel like what Buffalo did this season is very smart. They didn't let Josh Allen run during the regular season. They saved him. Yeah. As well, they, right. as well they should. As well they should. Because what you've seen over the last month of the season where he started ramping up the running again and then what he did last week against New England, good Lord, if he's going to be running around out there, I it that's I mean that's a tough tough thing for Buff the for the Kansas City defense to stop. Um, it, it, say what you want about them winning by twenty one points last week. They gave up twenty one points to the Steelers' offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah that that offense is not good. That's, <laughs> and by it, I'm talking about <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. And if you gave up, and if you gave up twenty one to them. This Bills offense ain't no joke, man. And with Josh Allen running now again, I, I'm taking Buffalo, man. I have to. Yeah. And honestly, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this easy because before you even said that, I was going Bills. It's just I they're just a more complete team. Like to be hundred percent honest, like when you look at it like up and down, you can like they're just better. Like obviously you could say I still think Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback, but just, I don't know, man. There's something about that team. They're just putting it together when they need to. And they're looking like a dominant de- dominant defense, dominant offense. And like you said, with Josh Allen running now, dude, it's scary. That's, like, the whole that's NFL got to be scared, man. They got to be scared. That's, that's the tangible difference that you can see in Buffalo's game right now. I mean, it's him running again. Because we were, I mean, they've talked about it during the season where he hasn't been hasn't been running as much as he has in in prior years. Um, so it's definitely, I think, going to be a big factor. It's the Chiefs' defense has played better of late, but again, they gave up twenty one to Pittsburgh, and I can throw the ball further than Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger right now. Um, and hey, Ben, congrats on your career, man! Hell of a career. Um, but that's enough football talk. We're almost at the all-star break. We're going to need to talk some hoops right now. And it is time for Miami Heat basketball, baby. It has felt good to be a Heat fan because the way this team has been playing lately, man, I feel like it's just, it's beautiful. Like, we're top three in the East. You get me? And everybody's like, oh, nobody's talking about the Heat. And I'm like, that's the way we want it. It's the way we always want it. You get what I'm saying? I mean, we were, actually, I saw we were tied for first. And it's scary because, I mean, no Bam, no Jimmy for a lot of that. Um, COVID mm-hmm. ravaging the team. Finding Kyle Guy out of nowhere. Uh, in typical Heat fashion. Caleb Martin, like, baby. <laughs> like Struce, the Struceinator. Um, like they, which, by the way, has the greatest handshake with Jimmy Butler of all time. Um, I don't know if you've seen that. Mm-hmm. The old, the old one-finger salute. I've seen it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's great. I'm surprised they. I'm surprised they haven't been fined yet for it. Um, or they have, and they just haven't talked about it. Um, it's just, it's it's. People use the word culture a lot in sports, and a lot of times it's it's bullshit. It's it's sports talk, right? Sports gas baggery, as as I've been one to call it. You know what I'm saying? It supports <laughs> it. Sportsisms. You know, like things you say, like you know, we always give 110 percent. We always try as hard as we can. You know, it's just the way things happen. Like, it's just one of those create a culture. It's culture for you. It's going to be create a culture around here. Like, you know, it's it's one of those things. And we'll talk about it as we get closer to the NFL draft. And it's it, 
you'll notice this. There's certain players, and I don't want to get too deep involved because we'll get to it, that have a high motor and others that are natural athletes in their scouting reports. I'm going to leave that <laughs> in your mind for we a later get date. We that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know, Mondo, you know damn well what I'm talking about. I know, I know what you're talking about. Great motor, natural That's called a tease, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> For those in the business, that is a tease. But it, like, like you said, it's just – I don't even know where I was going. I know we got Kyle Guy that went on a rant and then – It's like Will Ferrell in the old school. He went school. high motor and it went out of the place. Oh, my God. You guys ever – I mean, I'm sure a lot of you saw old school. You, you've seen old school, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell, like when he's doing the debate scene, and he just gives like long speech, and then he comes back. What happened? I blacked out. What, what did I just? What was I talking about? <laughs> That's exactly what just happened. I blacked I out. Have, what the hell happened there? <laughs> um, but yeah, either way, the heat. Yeah, back to the heat. Um, I'm, I'm really concerned what we were talking about. Oh no, because okay, so because the thing that was going on is obviously we've had all the injuries. We got COVID. All that stuff. But the thing is, like you were saying, we got Kyle Guy, all these guys on 10-day contracts. And I'm kind of Oh, it's culture. 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 Sorry. We were talking about yeah, culture. Uh, yes. Oh, the culture. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. The Heat legitimately have a culture, though. Like, like there is a legit, mm-hmm. from Riley to Spolstra to right now on the team, it's Udonis and just Jimmy, everyone. There is a way of doing things. There is a way that produces things. Because, hey, you know who I haven't heard from since he had his... Since he had his renaissance with the Heat, Dion Waiters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of different aspects there where like these guys they're good here because of the culture, because of what they put people through, and that's why they're still right. like. If Spolster isn't the coach of the year this year, I am going to riot, riot. If he's not coach, yeah, of the year. It, it, it's just straight disrespectful. It's just straight disrespectful if they don't make him coach of the year because nobody has had to deal, and and I can firmly say this: nobody has had to deal with what the Heat have had to deal with this year. Like, yeah, teams have had players out, injuries, stuff like that, but those teams that have had it happen have fallen apart, and the Heat just they it's whoever's it's next man up. It's literally next man up. One guy that I gotta give credit to, which I'm hoping he listens to the podcast, even if he doesn't, I don't care. Caleb Martin, man, I when, when they signed him to that two way contract, I was like, oh okay, I, I don't know much about Caleb Martin, but man, that guy is straight up like Heat culture. I know we say it all the time, but that guy's exactly what the Heat want. It's that three and D. That guy is diving on the floor. He plays freaking hell of a good defense. I was like, oh, Kyle Lowry's gonna be that the, the defender on all the guards. Oh no, wait, Caleb Martin, uh, <laughs> here he is. Uh, Kyle's still like, there. It's I mean, nuts, and man. then you get PJ. We all know my my affinity for PJ and his and his love of shoes and kicks. Shoe and PJ, PJ, if you ever need to get rid of him, I'll gladly take him off your hands. Um, but that being said, um, I like how use I, it as a boat. I like, <laughs> yeah, I like. Well, no, I think he's actually like a thirteen and a half, fourteen. Like he ain't that much bigger than. Like, I, I could, Ooh. I could double stuff. I could oh, okay. double stuff those socks and make that work. Um, <laughs> double, I will double sock it. Double sock that that bad boy up and make that work. Um, <laughs> I like how I just automatically assumed that he was listening. Like if he's listening, no, 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 no. Hey, 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 just just send me the shit. Okay, he's listening um, to a podcast. PJ Tucker's he's listening. listening to a, listening to a podcast. Um, but yeah, no man, the, the heat, this Heat team's for real, man. And now they're getting everybody back. Um, I saw a joke. I saw a tweet the other day that made me laugh out loud. It was like, 
it's like there's no bigger embodiment of heat culture than being the number one seed in the East and not having a single All Star. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, there's nothing new about that, and, and and that's the thing. That's why everybody was saying. I was reading an article about it, and it says, "Not really an article. I call it an article. It was just a tweet." But um, that say, says they, that that, that if, could probably pass for an article. Oh yeah, that's true. No, and, and they said that if Spolstra doesn't get Coach of the Year without having an All Star and they get the first seed, then this is just stupid. Like then we're just we're just being dumb at this point. Look, the fact that he hasn't won it in the first place already is disrespectful. Because I would I I argue he's he's probably, he is the best coach in the NBA. He is better than Pop at this point. Because he's actually been able to adjust and keep going. Because I don't think you've seen the Spurs kind of drop off. Um, the Heat have kind of stayed mm-hmm. there. Yeah, they were they got bounced, they got swept in the first round last year. But hey, the other team that made the finals lost in five. So let's let's not act like it was a Heat thing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody talked about how tired the Lakers were, but nobody talked about how tired the Heat were. Um, so anyway, we digress. Mm-hmm. We digress. But speaking of Heat legends and Heat players and and. And all that fun stuff, man. Um, did you catch wind of the comments made by Dwayne Wade um, this week, Mondo? I, I did. I did. But I will let you do the honors. So take it away, my friend. So it, it, it's an interesting premise and interesting discussion point, to say the least. What Dwayne said is basically that Michael is this generation's or, or, or generation's great player. So basically our generation, Mondo. Um, well, I don't know where you stand on the Jordan-LeBron right. debate. Um, but, and LeBron is... LeBron side, but... See, I'm a, I'm a Jordan but it's guy. Different. But it's I'm different. a Jordan guy. See, but that's where, that's where we did. Like, we're probably at that border where you're a LeBron guy, I'm a Jordan guy. Um, but it's just... But it's I can different. appreciate both. That's my thing. I know they're two, two of the best. You get me? It's one of those things. Yeah. But I can appreciate and, both. But the way Dwayne said it, though, was interesting. He's like, look, you're going to forget that Jordan was the best. Like, we forget Kareem was the best. And it's true, because my generation... He's not wrong. Fuck. I forgot about that. <laughs> like, you forget about Kareem. Like, it, 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 to an extent, you forget about Magic and Larry. Because, they like, remember, they were tail end when Mike came up, right? Um... So, like, I, I get that. I get that point, and I, I can see where we reach a point maybe, I don't know, 30, 40 years from now where, where Michael is at that, like, let's say Kareem level. But then, level. It, to, like, but to the same to the same token, I do feel like LeBron will go through that as well because there will be someone new who will come in and, oh, this is the greatest player of all time, and and just kind of go go from there you know it's it's just it's a very interesting topic it's i i don't think he's wrong though like but he got a lot of hatred on it because it's it's you know jordan lebron but i don't know how mj you can't say yeah you can't say you you can't can't, heaven heaven forbid you say something bad you know what i'm saying (laughs) and that and that's the most frustrating thing i think for me is because look man like i honestly believe if you put them next to each other it's gonna be one hell of a game i wish we could get a prime mj versus prime lebron but again they're different players and it's different generations it's a different nba if that's, and there, there it is there it is it's, it's a different, different era it's a different nba because if you tell me mike can play in the rules now where you can't freaking touch anyone yeah 
oh my god, he's gonna average sixty. Like he's gonna average sixty. Get out of here with that. Like where you can't even lay a hand on someone. But like, in like, and then people like, and I've had this argument. I've actually had an argument about this recently with someone. Like, oh, Michael's the greatest winner ever. I'm like, no. It was around this around this comment. I'm like, no. If you're gonna, go, if you're, you've been saying that, you're forgetting Bill Russell, which is what's happening here. Yeah, I was gonna Bill say Russell. Bill Russell's, the, and that's the problem. Yeah, people forget. Bingo. People forget about Bill Russell because people forget about Bill Russell. He won what? I think it's like MJ. eleven. Because it's MJ, he won what? Eleven, 11 player coach. 11, yeah. 11 in 13 years. Like, not just 11 in, like, you know, <laughs> spread out. No, it was 11 in 13 years. Like, and I think he had, like, a 6 P or a 7 P. Like, there was, a, obviously, a long streak in there. Um, multiple. Um, it, so, it's just, it's a Robert Ory. Seven rings. Robert's got more than, more than MJ. Big shot Bob, man. Like, so, what do you, I mean... I don't think Dwayne is wrong. It's frustrating. <laughs> you know, he's like not at, the, at all. At the end of the day, I don't think Dwayne is wrong. I think the, the <laughs> hatred that came to him was really unjustified. Was was basically people who read it and didn't think. And didn't actually sit there and go, you know what? It's, it's a valid. It's a valid point. You know what I'm saying? Because how many other Greek players have must there have been? Hell, they just released a 75 greatest list. And we've talked. <laughs> Kareem and, and Bill Russell. Like, it's just the way it works, you know? Like, I think Jordan will go into that Kareem and Bill Russell realm, like, where you always kind of remember him, but he won't be the obsessive goat that he is now. But neither will LeBron. Now, it may take, in LeBron's case, 60, 70, 80 years for it to happen. You have to let a generation and, and someone new come up, right? But I think eventually that's it's gonna happen to him too. Like and, and the interesting thing is like people were saying it's natural. Social, it's natural. And then people were saying, Oh, but but like Kareem didn't have the last dance and and all this stuff. Well, you're right. I mean You're you're not wrong. Yeah, Jordan has social media, but so is LeBron. LeBron has more things because I'm sure LeBron's gonna be in the metaverse and, and all this new stuff that's coming. You know what I'm saying? Like it evolves, so it's going to keep going and growing. So you're going to make that argument about LeBron that didn't have what Jordan had, and and so on and so forth. And you know, it, it's it's endless. I feel like. Yeah, it's one of those things that that argument's always going to go on, and no matter who you talk to, it's going to be a different opinion. Like, look, everybody gives the argument of all the wins and all that, but then everybody says it's like, oh, this person passed MJ. And honestly, if I'm being a hundred percent honest. When people, he's like, oh, he, this person passed MJ on the scoring list. For the longest time, before I was actually like versed in the NBA and all that, I thought Jordan had the most points in the NBA. Yeah. Because that's the way they made it seem. Is You pass Jordan. Holy crap, they passed Jordan. But then you're like, wait a second. Look where Kareem is. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, and I do think LeBron's going to get there, by the way. I do think LeBron will pass Kareem. Oh, 100%. In, it's... Le- LeBron's gonna have every stat, every stat, pretty much in the NBA. But that that plays into the fact, the plays into the fact he's been in the league since he was eighteen years old. You know, it's it's you know this time of year is always concerning to me because it reminds me that I'm three months older than LeBron. Um, so and that's always you know <laughs> that's always a shitty thing to remember. Um, humbling, humbling. It's it, it, extremely humbling, man. Like 
Like he's like I'm, you know, nine eleven. He's December thirtieth or thirty first, I believe. So he's like legit three months younger than me. Um, so that's always you know depressing. Um, that being said, and so is I believe Steph Curry. Um, just just to really wrap it up in there. Um, but you know what's not so depressing, Mondo? Everyone's favorite segment, and that is everybody's favorite segment. That's ridiculous, but so is this. Where I try to finally take the throne from the king of this segment. <laughs> well, I felt good. I it felt it. good last week <laughs> that things got back to normal <laughs> after the debacle of two weeks ago. Let me tell you, um, and my scarring incident that happened on that day. Um, so glad that we're back to normal. Order was restored to the kingdom last week, I believe. Um, so that makes me feel good. And uh, so with order being restored, Mondo, what you got? You know what? I, I recently saw this today. Normally I, try, I get stories like coming up, but I saw this one today and I laughed like an idiot when I read it because it's such a fucking <laughs> funny ass story. Spilled spuds weren't the only reason this Minnesota highway was closed. Spuds as in potatoes? Now, I don't know if you've... Yes, sir. Okay, okay, go on. <laughs> so, it's not bad enough that a truck carrying a load of potatoes overturned after an accident and spilled all over the highway, but since it was so damn cold in Minnesota, it started freezing to the highway. The potatoes started freezing to the highway. Yep. <laughs> you heard that right. Potatoes were freezing to the highway. Okay. Okay. So how they get them off and and what, <laughs> what was what like they so start damaging they, they start damaging cars. No, luckily from everything that I saw, luckily it was like in the in the early morning, so there wasn't really cars because it was it was just like the trucks that were going by, like the big like the big rigs. But apparently somebody called it in and they had to shut down the entire I ninety four, which apparently is a super busy thing. It's like two hours out of Rochester. But apparently that the I want to say I've heard of, I've actually heard of I ninety four for some reason like that number like that sounds like it's a big deal for some like you know how you hear roads like Route sixty six and you know like okay that's a big road or I ninety five or there's certain roads right that high you know what I'm saying that one sounds familiar for some reason because like like it's a big shipping road maybe because my mother in law used to work at shipping and like I don't know but it just sounds important right so. I was I was there trying to figure out. I'm like, how damn cold was it that these things were just freezing to the highway? It was negative 13 degrees at the time of the crash. What was the reason for yeah. the crash? <laughs> the roads were icy. <laughs> so they couldn't stop. And one truck hit another one. And potatoes spilled everywhere. And most of the damage wasn't done because the potatoes froze to the thing and cars were hitting them. When they crashed, the spuds were literally bouncing off the pavement <laughs> and flying at cars. Like, the, the little cars that were there. I, I understand. I mean, yes. Um, but how they get the ones that were frozen off the road? Like, did they come with, like, hot water and pour hot water on them and make baked potatoes? Like, what did they do? It was a, it was a mix of both because they literally had to get hot, hot – I was about to get hot potatoes. They had to get hot water – 
porridge, stuff like that. But they had to literally go and just sh- had a bunch of people just shoveling off. They had machines, like basically like almost like bulldozers, <laughs> like literally just coming and just <laughs> picking them all up, just knocking them over, getting them the hell out of the way. But the thing is, they had to get them out because you take it off from one area and then would freeze in another one. So they literally had to like take it, pick it up and take it with them. Like they couldn't even drop it like on the side of the road or whatever, because then you're causing like bigger. No, no. Like if it was if it was like in the grass, yeah. But the thing is, at that point, I'm not sure what grass there is. It's just you're just dropping potatoes on snow. It's it's just ice, so it's not going to help. Me. Oh man, that's well, yeah, exactly. That's wow, wow, that's that's something, man. That's that's pretty good. Like, I, I try. It's, I try, a, I try. it's a national potato emergency. I'm improving. Um, that's I'm, yeah, I'm that's improving. pretty good. I like that. Day. I'm not gonna lie. I do like that story <laughs> quite a bit. Um, I do like my storyboard. Um, that being said, my story. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Goodwin. Um, she's an actress. For those who are unfamiliar with her work, she was in Big Love. She was one of the sister wives. Um, more recently, you know her as Officer Judy Hopps in Zootopia. Um, oh. Okay, so now you, now you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know the voice at least. Yes, you know the voice. Um, yeah, I know the voice for sure. I'm currently she, searching her, and I know exactly who she is. We are. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. And I know who she is. She's in. She's in some other like like chick flick romantic comedy movies. Like I know Morgan. Like I suppose loves one. Um, Jennifer Godwin says she offered her husband's sperm to help her best friend procreate. So, so okay, folks, I'm going to tell you what's happening right now. There's a slight delay for some reason today in the audio on our end. So if you're hearing that on the podcast, we sincerely apologize. We don't know what's going on, and it's late. We're not going to try and fix it right now. We, we think we're going pretty good. <laughs> I am currently looking at Mondo's facial reaction, react in like motion as, as he's hearing what the headline is, and it's fantastic. Like I may, I may put this up on YouTube. I'm just because confused. It, it is, Yes, yes, yes. She offered. It's going to be a her, meme. Like <laughs> She offered her husband's sperm to her best friend to help her procreate. So, um, she, she talked about this on Sirius XM's Pump Culture Spotlight with Jessica Shaw. Um, so, she was also, okay, she was also in Once Upon a Star, which is where she met um her husband um okay. she she goes on the on the show and goes i offered josh's sperm to one of my best friends who was going to be a single mom and my husband and best friends were the ones that were like this can be comp- this would lead to complications like not her thinking that she's like no this is good. just go just do it she's like um i feel let me see here like it's She's like, she's like, oh, we can use a turkey baster. <laughs> the hell? And Godwin says she told the pair, seriously, we could arrange this. And then there would be more little Joshes in the world. She just wants her husband to spread his fucking seed. <laughs> like, there needs to be more of him. The world needs more of my husband. <laughs> um, the hell? Yeah. Like the just it's weird. Better. This is where the turkey based coming comment comes in. 
uh, the best friend and husband were like, wow, that's really sweet. Like, what happens? And they tried explaining, like, all these other logistics. And I was like, look, there's turkey basters. Like, they were trying to actually, like, plan out when to, like, you know, do the deed, apparently. And she's like, no, 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 no. You, you in a that's club, I get that. That's not what that's I'm not what I'm, I'm like, I'm going to help you. But the way I'm going to help you is with a turkey baster. Like, if you're poultry. <laughs> What the hell? It's not like you're not going to be in the kid's life. You're my best friend. We're always going to be best friends. That's what she says. And that's the famous last words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the story, and I'm sticking to it. So I don't know, folks. I mean, frozen potatoes, but I mean, offering your husband's sperm with a turkey baster is is an interesting move it's i don't know it's a weird flex it's a weird weird week it's It's a a weird weird week it's a weird week though (laughs) it's definitely a slow week in news um but i mean it's interesting i mean i don't know how many others i guess well you know what you know what we're gonna ask natalie what she thinks about this that's what we're gonna ask about this my fiance about this this subject like would you donate (laughs) mondo's sperm with a turkey baster Naturally, naturally, after you've had your children, you get first dibs. It's a it's a solid no. I can tell you exactly. What the <laughs> is be. I think most. <laughs> I, th- I think I think I think most wives, fiancés, girlfriends, whatever, would go with a solid no. Just in general, and I, I would like, t- I would tend I would tend me? to agree. It's just it's just like. It's one thing if, if like, she asked, like, hey, can I have your husband? I feel like I'd make a, like, like a good kid with him. But it's, like, her, like, openly, like, like pimping him out. Like, yeah. he makes good kids. She just seems odd now after that. <laughs> now, now that you know that about her, it's just an interesting story, huh? <laughs> yeah, this is weird. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm stuck because, like, it's, it's odd. But then, like, I'm thinking potatoes on a frozen road. Like... I've never said this, but this is one of those where I kind of feel where it's kind of like a dead heat, and we've never we pretty, never want to do a head dead pretty, heat because it's pretty it's just because it's weird because like it's ridiculous, but then it's just so damn weird. Like it's one of those things where like I don't know, I don't know. I'm stuck in the middle. To be 100 percent honest, I can't I can't make a decision. Maybe maybe we'll we'll hear from our listeners, and you can tell us what you think. Like honestly, I know I stuffed the ballot box apparently with the shoe situation. A couple months ago, but realistically, I want to know what everybody thinks. So please let us know yeah. what you think, because we're stuck. Like, I mean, you can, you can hear it in our voices. Like we're both kind of just stuck here. We're not sure yeah. which which is the best one. But talking about things that are good, Alex, I don't know if you've caught up. I'm sure you have because you have kids. But Lin Manuel Miranda has the Midas touch when it comes to just shows. Movies and everything, because it's just nuts to me. No, he's he is pretty remarkable. Um, if you're referring to Encanto, it's been on every day in my house for the last week and a half. Me and the family Madrigal are, are very <laughs> familiar. Um, the songs are requested in the car on a daily basis as well. So it's it, we've reached that stage, especially with Lantin, where he like starts yelling for music because he likes certain songs. Um, so that's been a, that's been a big hit in the, in the car the last couple, 
last couple days when he's in the car, he wants his 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 encanto music, as he likes to say. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he like I'm trying to get him to say it right, but he, you know, we're getting there. Um, hey, no, Limino, whatever works, man. Absolutely, but yeah, no, Limino's pumping out hits, man. I mean, and I'm looking at the list you got here. I mean, you don't even have Moana on here. And he broke a bunch of the songs in Moana. How the hell did I miss Moana? <coughs> Which is another one of the... That, that just was tells the, you, man. He's got so much stuff. That's the original movie that got stuck in my house. Landon was obsessed with Moana when he was a kid. Like, I don't know what it was <laughs> about those sweet Hawaiian... Sweet, you know, not Hawaiian because they weren't the Hawaii, but South Pacific Samoan. tones. <laughs> Samoan <laughs> tones that... That when he was a little baby, he loved that. I mean, he can't watch it now, though. If he sees it now, he's like, yeah, whatever. But he still likes You're Welcome. So he's got that going for him. Um, but no, thanks I mean, rock. thanks to Rock. Um, but it's it's amazing, man, what the Manuel's done. Like, it's just, like, it's just one after another here, man. It's, it, it, it's amazing. It really is just amazing. Yeah, and that, it's one of those things because I was looking through the list, and obviously, like it's got you got the recent stuff like Tick Tick Boom, which I haven't seen yet, but I heard that it's extremely good, and that Andrew Garfield kills it in that movie. But just when he when I think he hit the scene, I mean, then again, I wasn't really into Broadway and stuff like that, and I don't know what he was doing before then. I know he was doing stuff, obviously, but Hamilton is kind of what I think, at least to the mainstream audience, kind of put him on the on the map. I guess you could say. And every like every song he has in that and Encanto and also in the Heights. I know I know I was talking to Alex and he didn't have. I don't think he had seen in the Heights, but honestly, the, all all of those are just so damn good, man. Like all the songs, like and, and everybody jokes he's got like one song that kind of sounds the same, like the Lafayette song that speed rapping that he has. Like yeah. now people are matching it up with. Uh, Oh my god, I'm blanking on the main daughter's name in <laughs> Encanto. But her song where, oh, she's to the, where she's talking to the kids. Exactly. Oh, Maribel. Yeah, and La Casa, La Casa Madrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La Familia Madrid. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah, I know I know I know what scene you're talking so about. The, good. The, the part where she's talking about um you can marry my uh my sister if you want to, but be careful she's a little bit of prima donna. But hey, I gotta go. Like, yeah, I know what you, I, <laughs> So folks, do you think I've listened to the songs too much? Did I just give myself away? <laughs> I think I did. I think I did. Um, yeah, I got I got that movie almost memorized at this point. Like, it's it's kind of nuts how much Landon Landon <laughs> was singing and dancing today to it. Like it was it was nuts, dude. Um, but yeah, no, he's it's just everything, man. The guy know the guy. I even I don't even know what to say. Which, by the way, I love that Encanto Bruno is John Leguizamo, and I absolutely love John Leguizamo. I, I know. He's what I think he's one of the most underrated actors of the era. It, it, just overall comedy, every, like the dude can legitimately do it all, and he's been doing it for a very, very, very long time. Like I, I am a huge, huge, huge John Leguizamo fan. I usually watch his his stand up specials. Um, so hearing him as hearing him as Bruno. And then when he started singing, like, I'm like, oh, I know exactly who that is. Like, you could hear it in the voice. Like, I just knew mm-hmm. the voice. It was him. Um, it sounded a little Sid the Sloughish at the beginning there. Um, right. But, but I'm, a, I'm a huge, like I said, I'm a John Lick was almost Stan as I just went off on a rant about how much I love him. Um, but he's great, man. Even his old shows, 
on Fox back in the day and just everything, man. But yeah, yeah keep pumping out the hits, Lee Manuel. Yeah, and we gotta say, talking about pumping up hits, that's gonna be it for this episode of This and That with Alex and Mondo. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe and download. Do not forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at This and That AM, and very soon on YouTube at This and That with AM. See you next week, everyone. Have a good one, and remember, we don't talk about blue, no, blue, no.